no, 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 no. That's right. You're supposed to come in, bro. We talked about this. All right. Howdy, y'all. I'm Corbin Wright. What's up, y'all? I'm Austin Shaw. And welcome to the Seeking Euphoria podcast. Uh, last episode, we talked about our testimonies, me and Corbin, and we had a discussion at the end, and we talked about Matthew 5 and various other topics about Jesus, and we just had a had a good time. And on this episode... Yeah, I would agree. Uh, real quick, I want to say thank you all. Thank you all for who listened to last podcast. We got a lot of great feedback, a whole lot more than I was expecting. I wasn't expecting any at all, but it was overwhelming. So really thank you all. Um, I just wanted to say that, Austin, you got anything you want to say about that? Yeah, I just want to appreciate the amount of support we've received. Even though it may not seem a lot to a lot of people, it's a lot to us. And we appreciate mm-hmm. everything y'all have done for us and support and uh, compliments. We appreciate it. Yeah. And so today we have our first guest, my good friend, Colby Hinckley. Say what's up, man. Hey, how are y'all? I'm good. Doing good. How are you, Colby? Doing good. It's good. It's good. I'm doing good. It's um, I forgot you guys were in a uh, Central Time. I know. Virginia, yes. So I yes, for all <laughs> for those of you who are wondering, we actually. So I told Colby we're recording this at night because we all got we all got busy lives. Which I know Colby, his life's kind of been slowed down, and we'll talk about that in a little yes. bit later. But uh, yes, <laughs> we got we got the. I told him nine o'clock, and then next thing you know, at eight o'clock, he's messaging me for the show, <laughs> and then we realized, oh wait, we're in two different time zones, and so we had a little bit of technical difficulties I, and all I that. Totally but... slipped my mind. Yeah. So like, all right, so Colby, I have a question. So like, where are you? Like, yes. like where do you live? Like, I never met I you. I live in. Um, yeah. I live in uh, Christiansburg, Virginia. Um, Virginia. Oh my gosh. It's about, yeah, yeah. It's near Virginia Tech, so go Hokies, I guess. <laughs> so like, so, yeah. so how do you, so how do you know Corbin? Uh, just wondering. Him and I, we go to school together. I go to. I'm a sophomore. Oh, right okay. Now. All right. Well, Bison's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know Colby, but Austin. I don't know if you listened to the last podcast at all, but he actually said he's transferring there next yeah, semester. I will, I will be, so yes. hopefully I'll get to meet you in person man, next semester. It'd be awesome. Yeah, you, yeah that'd be awesome. It'll just be a few weeks. That's awesome. And so, I, I, just that's straight up confession, man, like right before we and Corbett had this podcast, I kept calling you Kobe. Uh, I'm sorry if I ever call you Kobe during this talk. I'm sorry. It's either no, I, it's Kobe, I, like Kobe <laughs> Jack. Sorry. Yes, I get that a lot. So it's it's totally okay. All right. Yeah. So, well, let's just let's do a little bit of catching up. So, Austin, what was your day like today, man? Man, today, oh, uh, bro, let me tell you about my day. Uh, so, like, I mean, this this week has been like kind of like rough on me. So, like, I worked like three doubles, and that's pretty much like eleven hours like each day, um, mm-hmm. which is like tiresome. Yeah. I also have a little cold, so like it's kind of like oof. So, like today, I've only worked like maybe four or five hours the last hour um it started raining real bad and like we got pulled in from uh chick-fil-a and they had like this dinner catering set up inside and like bro let me tell you i was grubbing i was grubbing some food they had like mashed potatoes they had like the meatballs and like uh what else they had like these strawberries man if i can go back i'll be eating them strawberries all day like i'm like i'm i've been like eat like not even eat like sleep Coffee and Chick Fil A. I eat Chick Fil A all the time. I'm tired of Chick Fil A. Sorry for those Chick Fil A lovers, but 
No, I'm sorry, yeah. man. I'm hanging I'm, around those no, days too much. I'm glad. I'm, I, go ahead, Colby. I worked at a Chick-fil-A, too. No, the Chick-fil-A boys, bro. Yeah. We're all here. Yes. More <laughs> yeah, bro. You more chicken, bro. Like, them chickens deserve it. They need They, they need a... Uh, I, I mean beef. I'm, I don't know beef or chicken. I eat both. They're both meat. I'm a carnivore. What can I say? Amen to that, brother. <laughs> Amen to that. I love Now that's 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 good though. That I mean, you had a stressful week, but it ended on a that's good high note that's with good. you were stuffed. Oh yeah, <laughs> mentally man. and then stuffed physically. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pass out after this podcast. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so Colby, you had some recent news. What's up with you, man? Yes. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't really do much. Anyways, I'm on break. Um, but my older brother recently, he, he's living in an apartment in a town like 20 minutes away. Um, but he most likely has COVID. Mm. And he was over at the house um, yesterday and the day before. And so it kind of put my family all in quarantine until we get tested i i have already gotten it mm. unfortunately mm. um but still that doesn't mean that i still can't spread it so we're all going to try to be careful yeah. so there's going to be a lot of a lot of family time <laughs> we're not going to be doing any traveling for christmas or anything but i think i think we're going to make the most out of it yeah um, so you said yeah, you, you already think... had covid so like i mean i've had covid so like yes my symptoms i lost my taste and smell for like several months i had it in july really and i was so sad for like a week i had like near chicken fried steak and all i tasted was crunch oh. <laughs> literally crunch and like oh, so like what were, what were your symptoms was it mild or i i actually was asymptomatic really um dang yeah and Ooh. some people were were saying like oh it could have been a false positive but like I was isolated in a dorm specifically for COVID people, and I was around more COVID people. So even if I was a false test, then yeah, you, I probably you definitely got it. Yeah, man. Was that scary yeah. for you, like being around like those COVID people? Like, I guess COVID, like those people sick with COVID, and you were like COVIDs. It was, COVIDs, it was man. <laughs> COVIDs. <laughs> no, it was it was chill because a lot of them were, or all of them, really were. Uh, college students and it was just fun to see who I was living with for a short period of time it was really chill yeah I wanted to ask about that because that was at the end of the semester when everyone was going home we were all done with classes for a week what was that like like what Um, did you do so I tested positive on Thursday and the end of class was on Friday and so I had to stay till into next Tuesday, into Thanksgiving break. Um, there were there were surprisingly still other people. There's wow. like four or five other people still in the dorm, which was, it was nice. Um, but yeah, it was very, <laughs> I don't want to say lonely, because I do enjoy my mm-hmm. alone time, but I, I struggle to find stuff to do sometimes. <laughs> I bet. I, yeah, I, I mean, I can only imagine. Both of y'all have had it. I haven't had it, thankfully, so. I, I do, honestly, Coach. Colby, I don't know how this man didn't get it. I literally I, I hung was out in with the house. I was in his house the day. I was in his house the day his stepdad got results back positive, and then all his family got COVID like the very next no, few no, days. No, 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 so. no, right? Like literally the whole week we were oh, hanging out, and like 
and he, he and you like, felt sick too yeah i was like man i kind of feel sick like and like my stepdad guy first and we're like <laughs> i don't know like we hung out like we were chilling like we did everything else for that week we had graduation that week oh my gosh and then i tested positive or i got started feeling symptoms on sunday and i'm like Corbin, are you okay like he's like nah i'm good i'm chilling we're straight and i'm like what the heck like, <laughs> like it i was nervous i was nervous I would, I, yeah if i was you i would be yeah. too but god bless you because you're you're you know you're blessed yeah yeah so yeah so i would say for me these last few i don't know weeks or days or since last episode i've been doing better i had we had me and colby just finished up finals that was let me tell you that was stressful that was stressful <laughs> last few weeks with being home so glad to be done and doing school online which i'd never really done before ever in my entire life let me tell you even with homer growing up i would try to as much as i could procrastinate to doing it in school like the day of man that was and so that was literally my first semester well this semester i got a lot better at it but coming back home after thanksgiving and then being online for the last two three weeks that was stressful i can tell you that much that was stressful and i think some of my grades my final grades i was actually a little bit disappointed with it's fine i'll be good in the long run i think i could bounce back and whatnot but it oh, yeah. definitely was yeah. stressful stressful time but hey i'm good now i'm, I'm chilling chilling I'm like a chilling. villain no i i get it yeah and so actually since i guess me and austin kind of did it last week Kobe, what, what are you studying at harding oh, for yeah, those yeah, yeah. listening and austin might be wondering as well so uh as of right now i'm currently a psychology major um and then i'm going to minor in family and ministry studies and so with that uh ideally i'd like to become a counselor or therapist and if i could work with um be like a a marriage or family counselor i think that would be awesome and also if i could get a church to hire me i think that would be very ideal um but regardless i think that is the path i want to go to uh with counseling what guy what yeah. led up to that like like you choosing that major so i entered into college um originally with intro to physical mm-hmm. therapy as my major and after realizing that i was awful at you chemistry and knew i had to take a few more more classes of that um i realized that something had to change and i was like in the the required psychology class that i think everybody Mm -hmm. has to take and the teacher was just phenomenal and she just seemed very passionate about what she did um she was a counselor also with teaching and her and i talked for a bit like after class because i I was genuinely interested and she made me interested in the major and she recommended me talk to some other people and i switched and i've actually really enjoyed it ever since i i'm really glad that i chose that route that's awesome man yeah Yeah, i would that's that's awesome right now i'm kind of i don't know where we left off last me talk me and uh you colby but i actually am thinking about switching my major um okay i it's it's complicated right now and i'm still trying to i'm really trying to figure it out um i've been praying like really praying these last few weeks for clarity just in all aspects of life mm-hmm. and i think for the first time in my life like my prayers i'm really really 
really like meaning mm-hmm. and leaning into that and believing okay. those. And God's been revealing a lot. But as far as a major goes, not quite there yet. I'm thinking right now, it's I'm kind of in between a few things, thinking uh, potentially switching my major to maybe social work and then minoring in leadership and ministry. Not sure, but yeah. it's a possibility. I know there's a lot of avenues <laughs> of that. Um, and hey, you're still a freshman. You you yeah. <laughs> you have, you have at oh, least yeah, time yeah. next semester until you yeah until you got it. Uh, actually, yeah. What yeah. is it? Seventy five percent of college students switch their major at least once. I think it's crazy. I thought that was like four times. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I switched my major. Uh, at first, I I mentioned it in the last podcast, but I had a. Uh, switched it from electrical engineering to uh, secondary education which i'm still on the edge oh because i'm not sure if i really like kids that much so like and you know they're freaking annoying sometimes like my siblings so yeah so yes. like i think i might like attend like a youth camp and like be a counselor or whatever and like try to see like is this really for me is this not just uh, a false you know thing is this really what i need to do oh yeah because like honestly like i really like teaching them. like i really like helping people out it's needed 100 percent. i mean teachers are needed male teachers are really needed like you said last episode mm-hmm. i think there's a there's a big absence of male teachers in our society and i think a good male teacher a good male teacher really focuses on you know trying to be a role model and also being good at teaching, I think, could be really beneficial mm-hmm. for like our society in the future. Yeah, I mean, really, I could be the next Steve Jobs, you know, baby. He wasn't a teacher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, yeah, Steve Jobs a teacher or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know me. Mm-hmm. You know me. Okay, so <laughs> last episode, there was there was some scripture that me and Austin were trying. I was Bro, trying. To I was best to. really trying to find it. And we, I went totally blank on, and I like, we after the podcast. Well, actually, we mentioned that we were gonna bring it up this podcast, and so I had to look it up. I found it. Um, Hallelujah! And so this is kind of, it, it could it can apply to our topic of conversation today, but the scripture that I was trying, it was we were talking about last podcast about the idea of loving um, one another. That's a, a little bit about that. And I was talking, I read, I was trying to find a scripture that was regarding um, don't go to bed angry with a brother or sister. Like, try to make things right. You don't have to be friends with them, but you have to make things right. And, well, I found it. It's in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27. I'm going to read it real quick. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. And so with that real quick, I guess we'll try to sum that up real quick um, or not. We could talk about it, but that is, I think, really, really important to make amends with people and do not hold grudges. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had a lot of grudges, grudges in my life that really impacted me for a long time. That was really kind of dumb to let it like be there. And so. I would definitely say it's important to make things right. Hallelujah. Amen, brother. Um, so today we actually have a question 
for our Ooh, discussion. Let's get into the baby. And so <laughs> our question for today's discussion for the whole topic at hand is this right here. What does it mean to be all in for Jesus? I'm going to repeat that. What does it mean to be all in for Jesus? Um, I guess briefly, you guys, if you would like, give a quick, what do you think that means real quick? And then we'll go into some scripture and dive into that some more. What do you guys think? Kobe, you can go first, man. Okay. Um, let me think. Austin, you go first. I know you did. <laughs> 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 had like a year to play this. Okay, just kidding. Um, so like, I guess I'll go first. Uh, so like, what does it mean to go all in? So mm-hmm. going all in seems very scary to like newcomers. They think like, oh man, that's some, that's some crazy Christians. Like, wow, like, that's really radical. That's really radical. But uh, we're going all in. Uh, Jesus basically does this. He basically shows us how to go all in. Um, so going all in is giving your life to God. Um, clearly, uh, Jesus displayed this. He, uh, he came to serve. He didn't, he didn't want to be served. He came to serve. Um, he preached the good news. Um, he also sacrifices God. He sacrifices life for God with like physical life, life and his spiritual life. And he was hated you know uh, going all in doesn't always mean you're gonna be loved um you're always gonna be loved by god but not by the world um and lastly um going all in means <clears throat> you're gonna make disciples that's one of the, his commands go out in the world and make disciples which i also think is very important in our lives is to go out and like spread the good news and teach people how the news should be spread I think that's what going all in looks like. I think that's yeah. well explained, I guess. Yeah, I have some scripture that is from Luke 14 that I actually wanted to read. I asked my, I was asking my dad, I was asking different people throughout the week and I asked my dad what he um, thought it meant. And he referred me to Luke 14 and the section called the cost of being a disciple. And one of the verse i mean there's a lot it's a lot there's so much in the bible to cover but one of those verses says if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother wife and children brothers and sisters yes even their own life such a person cannot be my disciple and whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple that sounds too i think the average ear reading that could be like man that's that's pretty intense sounding um does he mean literally you have to hate your brother and sister your family no i don't think so but i I, it's it's interesting because the way he words it it's as if nothing if you are not willing to give up anything for him it's you you are not good enough you are not worthy enough of his name ultimately that's what it's about is giving up everything for him um, doesn't mean you can't have nice things in life, but we have to go to the extreme in our faith in him. And that's that's some scary stuff. I mean, what do you think? It's all you, Kobe. I I agree. Um, 
And I guess to go off what you guys have been saying, like, I think going all in for Jesus is just really having faith in the matter. Um, like, when Jesus was calling his disciples, you're just get up and go, come with me. And they went. And then also in the Bible study I'm doing, we were just talking about, um, we're doing Matthew. And just at the beginning of Matthew, like Joseph had a dream telling him not to divorce Mary and that his son was going to be the son of God. And in a dream, he had so much faith because he was a man of the law that he stuck with it. And I think being all in for Jesus is like fully knowing that he is the son of God and that he did die for our sins and living how he lived and how he treated people. Um, Because he is ultimately the perfect example of what we need to become. And I think that's being all in. I think, Um, go ahead. I think that that's 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 good that's scary to think about i think at times we we look at christianity and the gift that god offers us is a free gift free to everyone it's such a simple beautiful thing that anyone can have it's so beautiful but with that i think a lot of times we might leave out that there's a responsibility after that there's a calling that we are responsible to fulfill and it's not about us anymore it's not our life is no longer our own. That's, I think that's what baptism is all about. It's um, submitting and surrendering your will completely for God. Oh yeah, man. Uh, also, I just want to go back to Kobe. Like uh, just what he said about Matthew and Joseph. Whenever Joseph got that news, like whenever I read the Bible, I kind of like read it in like, my own voice and like my own like kind of like uh, interpretation, mm-hmm. like. I kind of read it as like Joseph, like he was like, "Uh oh, I I want to do it." Like he want to do it. He was like ready to get out. Like uh, <laughs> Ray was like, "Hey, uh, yeah, uh, you know I'm pregnant with the Messiah." Like Joseph, Joseph's like, "This girl crazy. I'll get out of here." <laughs> Later, it's like he mentioned like uh, he like he like wanted to divorce her like silently, not make it so public. Yeah, and like that brings me back to like. I'm trying. I was trying to look it up, but uh, Samson, his parents, uh, his parents were greeted by an angel, his mom at first, and then the angel told him, uh, told her all about Samson, how uh, they were, get, how what they should do with Samson, and then the wife brings it up to the, uh, mm-hmm. to the husband, and the husband's like, okay, and then the angel appears to the husband and wife, and like the husband's like, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, definitely, like we're gonna do all that, and then when the angel leaves, like. Uh, he the the husband turned to the wife. He's like, "We're gonna die. We're dead. <laughs> We're going." And like, <laughs> man, like going all in for Christ and like just like knowing, like just like some of the things that like God asks us to do seems so like daring and like, but like it's all about trust. I feel like um, because like honestly, like um, I want to say in Galatians, right? Um, a lot of the, our foundation with faith is trust and believing. Yes, there's. There's a possibility, like, there's not a physical sight of God right now. Like, we see him through nature. But, you know, we don't see, like, Jesus literally as a person, right? But, like, it's a lot about faith. And we trust that Jesus is there for us. 
So like that's a big part of going all in is trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you yeah. want to go, want to say something, Colby? Go ahead. Yeah. So I feel like with questions like these, um, I always go back to the verse with the faith of a mustard seed. Oh yeah, in man. The mountains. And it 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 really goes to shows because like the more that I guess the more we hold back from God is like the less faith we give to him. Mm. Like the more we doubt. And I, I'm not saying it's bad to mm. doubt. It's good to have questions. Um, but I think just that leap of faith can provide so much and just challenging yourself. Like I feel like Christians today, the reason, like I think being a Christian I think being a Christian is definitely hard, but it's not impossible. And I think the problem today with um, with Christians is that we are a scared community of judgment and fear and persecution. Mm-hmm. When we have so many accounts in the Bible that talk about exactly how to deal with it, but we just we just don't know. Mm-hmm. we just don't want to do it and I found myself um, especially since going to college and even right now taking a lot more action in my faith and asking myself like, how can I grow and how can I help other wow. people grow because I'm not doing anything right now so how am I helping God's yeah. kingdom and it's resulted in a lot of things that I wouldn't see myself doing but so many good things result so, from that. Oh, sorry, um, and, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you a question. Oh, like, so, like, what would no, be? Uh, what would be uh, yes. an example? What would be an example of like you furthering the kingdom of God, and like, uh, just how are you growing? You know what I mean? Yes. So there's actually a pretty recent example. Um, <clears throat> so. I've been back home and I've been going to my home congregation and in one of our classes um, our Bible teacher was talking about it it really wasn't about the story it's just something he said that stuck with me he basically said the reason he doesn't lead singing is to Mm -hmm. save us from his voice you know just kind of as a joke like he's not saying he's not a good singer and that that's just not what he's called to and I was like okay okay I can respect that. But then I thought to myself, it's like, how come I never tried to? Why don't I see myself having a bigger role in the church? Like, ultimately, the church is to help me grow. But if I just keep going and not just being a pew sitter, mm-hmm. I'm not actually growing, am I? And so I took up that challenge. I, I talked to my preacher after the sermon. I was like, hey, do you think maybe one Sunday I could lead Whoa. singing. Like, I want to, <laughs> I was like, I want to give the message though that, um, I guess tell them why I'm doing it. Tell them that I don't think I'm able to grow unless I step up and do something uh, that I'm uncomfortable with. Dude, Cause I'm not a singer. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't really, I can't, I can't, I can't relate so much, man. Like, I just just thinking wow. about me singing up front in the church is just like, <laughs> that is that's yeah. awesome, yeah. man. That is 
That's Dude, really let cool. Let me tell you about yeah. let me, oh, I was... Uh, you want to go? I was just... Go well, ahead. Yes, there, were, there were some <laughs> plan changes. Um, since with everything with the COVID, I was originally planned to leave tomorrow. Just like two songs to start off because they don't mm. want to throw me into an entire service. <laughs> um, <laughs> but ultimately that is the goal and yeah that's that's awesome i think it's awesome what i wanted to say real quick was going back to where both y'all talked about it and austin you mentioned the word trust earlier made me think about i think it was at this point two years ago maybe it was this year me and austin went to uh back when we were in high school went to a youth retreat out in houston called soul link Mm -hmm. it's a big deal out there there's a lot of churches around the area that go there just a big youth um not retreat Um, more of like a, a youth rally, big youth rally for the whole weekend. Oh. And so one of the messages that one of the main speaker was giving was pretty much anywhere in the Bible, you see the word faith, replace it with the word trust. And, and I, and as he went through scripture and throughout his lessons and all that, you just use the word trust. It kind of, I think faith at times, the word can kind of be complicated to mm-hmm. people. And maybe like it could have a lot of meanings, but the word trust is very direct. And I think using that word of just trust and not letting, not letting it be on your shoulders, but leaning on someone else's, the God of the universe. I think that's really, it's really cool and really, it's really important, but it is scary and it is stepping out in faith and it is, it's not easy. It's not always going to be easy. At times, it can be easy. I think at times, God can call you specifically to where your gift is. Oh, and you yeah. can just, man, excel in that. And that is, I mean, that is beautiful. But I think even sometimes even more, what's more powerful at times is seeing you be used where it's not your gift. Like like Austin, last week you mentioned Moses. You know, he, oh, yeah, he, he, he stuttered a lot. He didn't want to talk, you know. And God was like, well, you're actually going to lead a whole bunch of people. And, and he did it. He did it because he put his faith and trust in God. And he went all in. And that's, that's, it's crazy to think about. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I want, I want, I want to, oh, I was going to say, like, let me tell you about one time, like, sorry. Uh, literally, like, at church trip, uh, Corbin's brother, like, um, out of nowhere. So, like, at our church, we have, like, communion and, like we like there's someone who goes up and like gives instructions maybe give like a little i don't know like uh, just like a little story well trip usually does that or someone else does that you know i'm usually just in the crowd just doing my thing well uh trip one day he's like hey bro you want to go up there and i'm like not really (laughs) like he's like well you're going up there anyway he's like i was like oh okay and then like i was like put on a spot and i was just like am I really going to do this? And I was like, you know what? Time to do, time to do this. And I did it. And I think I did pretty well. I mean, you could probably go back to one of those sermons. It's probably on Facebook, but like, I pretty much went out there. I was nervous as God. Oh my, oh my God. I was nervous. I was like, usually like whenever I go speak up in front of like a crowd, my legs start like shaking and like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. Like, I don't know. I've never, like, it's like, how scared can I be? But like in this instance, my, my legs weren't really shaking. And I gave the instructions kind of weird, but like afterwards I gave a little like, I don't know, like a little 
talk and I was talking about like my week and like how much I trusted God and like it ended up being great and I think honestly like in the future I really want to do more for the church and I want to get involved it's honestly amazing and it helps me grow that's awesome to hear and I was just going to say like it definitely wasn't an easy decision for me to make um like because I was just wrestling with that idea in my head during the sermon after after the class and there's a part of me that just really didn't want to do it Mm -hmm. but I knew that I would not only be benefiting benefiting my faith but also probably some people in the churches Mm -hmm. like because acts of courage like they're, I guess they're inspiring and I'm not giving myself any credit at all I don't want that to that's not my point I'm point is that I like yeah. God gave me this courage and he through like prayer and thought that like I was able to come up with this plan to benefit his kingdom in such a uncomfortable but very possible yeah. way yeah and you know a lot of times God isn't asking us to die, to die physically for him in our, in our, mm-hmm. in our lives today. Uh, that's not really going to happen. It can happen. Yeah. There are people today who are martyred today in other countries. And man, I want to have a faith like them. Cause that's, that's really, you know, going all in. But I think, you know, there's so many examples of the disciples, like all of them, but uh, who was it? Um, we're all martyred. <laughs> I think maybe, um, Matthew uh, potentially was potentially James, not martyred or someone no, no. James yeah yeah and so I mean those guys they they knew Jesus knew that they were going to have pretty much the worst possible experience when it comes to um, the side effects of being a Christian but the reward was the greatest reward that anyone be given ever and that's something to admire and i think we have to look at those guys as examples and if they are willing to give their life for jesus literally you know who are we to potentially not share our faith with someone just because we're nervous of how they're going to respond or how they're going to react that's yeah there um a yeah. verse I can share because that reminded me of a verse. <laughs> awesome. Um, so it's Hebrews eleven thirty six through forty, and it, it talks about like exactly what you were just saying, Corbin. Um, Some faced jeers and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute persecuted and mistreated the world was not worthy of them they wandered in deserts and mountains living in caves and in holes in the ground they were all commended from their family yet none of them received what had been promised since god had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect yeah um or the beauty of and it's really, I think it's hard for Christians at times to see past this life here on mm-hmm. earth because really 
all anyone has ever known really on this earth is this life um mm -hmm. but there is something so much more out there and putting your hope in that and putting your faith in that man talk about if you truly believe what god is going to give you talk about like some serious comfort just knowing that there is <laughs> you don't have to worry i mean you can literally be beaten flogged killed and there's still something that has kind of make all of that worth it i mean i don't i don't want to be beaten i don't oh, want to be flogged that doesn't sound appealing to me at all i don't want to even be like, yeah. beaten up like just get punched in the face that does not sound appealing but if the reward is that much greater who am i and like it's not even just about the reward of having salvation it's about the reward of just having a relationship with jesus and god that is that is so exciting and our i mean as christians today we get to we have the opportunity to develop a relationship but i can't wait till the day that i look god face to face and and he and he says well yeah. done my good and faithful servant that like oh man that's that's exciting there's um i forget where it's in one of uh paul's books but he talks about he's basically it probably is an axe but he um he's just talking to god and he's like god i just want to die i just want to be with you i just want to be in the presence of you right now that's how much i want it but god tells him he's like no there's still so much work for you to do on earth there's so much good you can still do and I don't know. I just thought that was amazing that he was mm -hmm. so faithful that like he knew um, that he was going to be with God. Just how, yeah, just because of where his heart was at. Mm. But then God just turning it around and be like, no, there's still more people who you can make like you, who you can make like yeah. Jesus. There's still still much potential, yeah. and I just think that's it's so like the lost sheep. That it's like. Yes, um, yes. The 90, there's, for those of you who might not know, listening to this, there's good old parable of the lost sheep. There's 99, there's a hundred sheep and 99 are safe and are together and are, are good. But there's one that goes off and it's lost. And pretty much as Jesus, the shepherd, you know, for him, it's all about going and getting that one sheep. That's all that matters is going for the one. And I think like that it's important to well yes it is amazing the the gift that we are going to receive one day there is so much beauty that can come from saving the lost and that is so important we shouldn't neglect that and sh we shouldn't just make it about us but we should also make it about other mm -hmm. people as well and bringing them into the kingdom yeah i just wanted to add a quick comment um so like going back to like the flogging and the persecution so like i feel like christians nowadays we suffer we're more afraid of like the societal problems the societal persecution and we don't especially in american christianity we don't exactly see the the physical persecution as we would in probably middle east and asia because actually i did a study on the chinese uh, persecution people in china the christians in china are being persecuted because of their faith they can't they can't be Christians. They can't go out and make disciples like we would. Um, and that's why they have the underground church. And man, like, just imagine, like, they are, 
compared to Americans, China Christian Chinese Christians, they're like putting their lives, they're putting their family in like jeopardy because of Christ. And that's an amazing thing. But like American Christians, they like, oh, I have to uh give my money. I have to go out of my way. Like like not saying that that's for all American Christians. I'm just like that's like a lot of the lukewarm Christians, a lot of a lot of like the faith, we don't exactly see that day to day, unlike people in the Middle East, especially back then, like in Roman times under Nero, how like they were getting like crucified and set on fire, and like I think that's awful, like man. Um, well, I mean, it reminds me of the uh, the saying, "We should do good because we are becoming saved, not to be saved." Um, it's we have to change our mindset. I think so many of us have such a skewed mindset of what this whole Christianity Christianity thing is. It's it's not do good to to be in heaven. It's not do righteous things to get rewards. It's it's not it's not about that. Those can come, but like we have Jesus. Like we have man, the creator of the universe who wants to have a relationship with us and he wants that with everyone how i mean really if you really think about it how selfish is it of us if we know what that means and we choose not to spread the word we choose not to bring jesus to people and be jesus to people to the best of our ability i mean how how that's wrong i mean it's it's scary to think about but how selfish is that like honestly like i was reading like whenever i was studying i kind of Bring, brought it on to the morning i was in the morning just reading and like somehow i just started getting into like revelation and like the rapture just reading about the times and man it's a big topic and like i'm just trying to decipher everything like oh is this american like 20 years or like is this now or like i was just like going all over the place because i love just reading about it but anyways i was reading about the rapture um i want to say it's somewhere in luke i don't exactly remember i didn't right now i apologize for that but Jesus is talking about like no one's gonna know the day or time and he's just gonna take all of his people. And I'm just like, dude, like I was just like I had posed the questions like, does it actually talk about the rapture in the Bible? And like, are there really gonna be trumpets whenever we get taken away? And I was just looking all over the place and I finally found it. And I'm just like I thought to myself, like, one day, maybe not in my lifetime, but like either my generation my next generation or the next like how more important is it for us to preach the gospel preach the good news to people and like just imagine like you go up to heaven and then you see your brother not getting into heaven because you haven't preached that's just awful and i agree with you corbin that's awful and i, I honestly I, I really want myself to be a, a vessel for god i really want to uh bring jesus to everyone not saying that i can save everyone but he can mm-hmm. it's scary to think about i mean really think about this um like you said austin the idea of judgment day we're going to the gate and god opens it to us you know he says come on in and then to your right you see you know your best friend who is like crying and he's like why didn't you just even say his name to me why didn't you even tell me who he was at all and he's getting rejected um it's not our responsibility to convert anybody 
nobody can save anybody. Jesus can. But it is our responsibility to plant the seed and to be there for them and to be that light. What's that saying? You can bring a horse to a water pail, but you can't make a drink. I think that's what it's called, right? I did, I did my best for Jack. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was good. That was good. But yeah, um, yeah, just like, I love, like, just some, like, 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 recently, like, I've been feeling like I haven't been pushing enough, like, for, like, for Jesus. Like, like, you ever have been, like, in those seasons where, like, you just haven't been, like, haven't, like, been, like, talking about Jesus much? You just, like, you know, just working 24 7, just, like, work, 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 being busy. So, like, mm. you know, yeah. I feel like a part of, like, going, like, just bringing it back, just going all in, right? It's like, you know, we tend to, like, put off God. And really, like, why would we put off God when He's everything? He created our job, He created our life. You know, it's kind of condescending and making little of a God to say, oh, I got to make time for God today. Um, I feel like God should be yeah. all of our day and give him 24 8, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like my Dr. Cox, one of my professors at Harding, you know, the, the dean of the Bible department. In one of his classes, in his class called Foundations for Ministry that I took this semester, we went through the Sermon on the Mount. And, well, one of the things that he was saying was, uh, imagine your life as a dresser, okay? Your, every, each drawer is a segment of your life, um, whether it be your job or family or the things you enjoy okay and one of those drawers you have it as god that means that means your life god is just a part of your life but how god really should be is god should be that dresser and everything else falls inside of it um our life should not have god in it our life should be well, that's not coming out right. Our life should, <laughs> our life yeah. should be centered on God. I mean, really, that is, that is everything. And yes, at times, people get busy. We have jobs, we have lives, we have school, and it can be really hard. All the time, baby. And some people might have, might some people like might just be rich and have all the time in the world to go spread the gospel. Doesn't make a difference. We all have to find a way to be a light. And you don't, you know, it's not always being up on stage and preaching to people it's not about that at times at times it's just being jesus oh, yeah. and being a good friend and loving on your neighbor yeah just to bring him just to bring him back to that dresser part um man if god like really was my dresser man it helped me out with my clothing problem i really don't know how to dress up like, man like i have the worst like uh clothing style <laughs> hey yeah, bro nice them boots are nice i need to clean them up though i need to come over and up but yeah i totally agree um I, I like just making a god compartment of our life is like making little of him we tend to i feel like we like for me i always like i tend to make my problems bigger than god when god you know is way bigger than everything you know what i mean like like i tend to like make my worries like like that seed that gets choked out by the worries of life the the, the, uh, the thorns of life like I don't I absolutely want my life to be overtaken by God and like 
I was telling I was telling you the other day, Corbin, like I was talking to one of my coworkers and so happened she be she was a sister in Christ. I was just talking to her and she was like talking about uh just life and like um I forgot I literally blanked out. Um we were just talking about life. You were, t- you, were, you were telling me about a ministry she was doing and making God a compartment of your life the other day. Shoot, man, I totally blanked out. I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> we were talking about, you know, God being a compartment of our lives rather than being our whole life. And then also worry and putting our problems bigger than God could handle when really God could handle them all. Yeah, that's what you were saying. And uh, I was talking to this girl at work and she was just giving me advice and... Uh, she, we, I was telling her how, like, man, I was feeling busy, and, like, uh, she told me, like, man, like, she's been on fire, like, she, you know, she was in one of those seasons where, like, she was constantly working, like, um, and, like, she was just, like, every morning she'll wake up, and I was just, like, man, I want that, like, I want to wake up, and, like, just, like, want Jesus, like, as soon as I want to do, and, like, ever since then, like, I've been, like, trying to get more and more, and, like, every, like, I feel more need for him like i want him desperately because like honestly without him my day like i fall short and like i fall short like just like not thinking about him to be honest like he is my crutch yeah isn't it beautiful that we have god within us we have the holy spirit i think a lot of times we might we really it's it's really hard to understand the holy spirit i think at times but we have God within us. That is, ooh, that is, that is a great source of truth, great source of wisdom. You want to, you want to know what to do with your life? Lean into the Holy Spirit. It's hard at times finding Him. But I've been praying. I've been praying a lot recently for clarity, and um, I'm beginning to understand what it really looks like to surrender to God. It's scary. I'll tell you that much. It's scary. But I'm finding the Holy Spirit more in my life because I'm I'm really looking. I think I, I think at times I've said I've looked, but I really didn't go into the depths and really search within myself and within my life of where he where he is and what he wants for me. And I think now I'm beginning I'm beginning to see that. Mm-hmm. And that's it's cool. Nice. And like this is like another like sidetrack, like or not a sidetrack, but like one thing like that really also helped me like through this like season of like just like feeling like I've been useless like I've been like praying uh Psalm 51:10 create me a pure heart oh god and renew a steadfast spirit within me and like every day I would, I I read this verse man like every day gets better and like honestly like if you see god he's gonna seek you man like like it's weird like how like like this perfect being this amazing guy this guy who created the universe wants me like he he wants us like he like how could he want a guy who's like fallen short who has been selfish who's lied why would he want that and it's beautiful how god loves us it's sad to see that people hate on him and how this world you know sees him as this terrible thing i think one thing regarding love because ultimately it's love love is the answer that's why 
he chooses us because he loves us and he wants us. But for us, I think love is not just an emotion. It's not just something that you feel. I mean, you look at look at the divorce rate in America. So much, so many relationships are built on physical attraction. Beautiful people, beautiful people that get divorced. It's like 50% now or it's close to it. And love is not just a emotion. It is a choice. It is something you choose to do. You choose to love. Man, it don't take it don't yeah. take much to love tea and coffee, man. Like that's some good stuff, man. Every morning, some good coffee. Oof. But yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, also like I just wanted to talk about like I I don't know, like what do you what do you think about lukewarm Christianity, uh, Colby? Like just like just a thought. Like uh, um, in Revelations what do you 3, mean by 15, that? Um, let me look it up real quick. Um, Jesus is talking to one of the churches, and uh, he says, "Let's see, three fifteen. I know your deeds that you are neither cold or hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about I'm a." I am about to spit you out of my mouth. So, like, what would that? What does that like mean to you? Like, I guess the first thing that comes to mind, my mind, when you said that was, they're obviously doing something wrong. Um, for either. I guess I think the thing that's tripping me up about it is that Jesus doesn't specify whether Mm -hmm. we need to be hot or cold, but just the fact about being both is wrong. So I don't know. I guess that's like relating to like going all in. Because like, like honestly, if you're on like the hot side, you Mm -hmm. know, and you're on the cold side, like, you know, you're lukewarm. You can't really you have to be on one side. You know, what I, mean? I when I think of lukewarm, I really think about pew sitters, like you mentioned earlier. Earlier, Colby, mm-hmm. I think going to church, doing what you're supposed to do as a Christian, whatever that means, and but not really believing what you what you do, or doing what you do out of love. Or doing or making relationships with others and, tr- and really trying to further God's kingdom. That's what I think of when I think of lukewarm faith. I think there's something there's something missing, like you said. And we, I mean, Jesus is like, look, be one or the other. Don't be both. Don't 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 claim me, but not really be all in for me. Don't claim me, but only accept part of me. It's either all or nothing. And that is, it's a wake-up call, I think, for a lot of us. And, and, it's, and a lot of times, that's, that can be hard to understand what, what that means, necessarily. But it's a decision that you have to make, I think, actively, daily. And choose to be not lukewarm. Choose to be for Jesus. Because if if you're not, it's if you're just in the middle, it's it's not enough. It's not I have, enough. I have a question. Oh, all right. You know. And... Oh. No, you're good. I, 
I saw that uh, you had one of these verses written down, and it actually made me think of it, uh, James 1, 19 through 21. Um, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because, oh, this is not the right That's one. a good Sorry. one. Sorry, really James good. 1, 22 through 25. Yes, this is a good one. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Literally, One literally year whenever I read that verse, I was like yeah. thinking about whenever I take out orders for Chick-fil-A and I'd be like, I'd look at the name. Like they would tell me, like the, the person would tell me their name. And then like one of my coworkers would ask me like, hey, what's the name? I'd be like, uh, <laughs> I guess where this is I going. I have no idea. A blank out. <laughs> just like literally just what happened with my thoughts. Just like a blank out. I'm like, oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, like actually Colby, the verse that you mentioned that you didn't mean to mention, uh, being uh, slow to anger, slow to speak, quick to listen. I think that actually mm-hmm. is a huge part because it's all about, it's, it's all about relationships. That is too, yeah. And like yeah. also what you were saying, we, even it wasn't your intention and the situation is, it's different, you know, but ultimately a, a big part of a relationship is really just listening and like being there for your brother or sister and letting, hearing their cries and crying with them and being uh, empathetic with them. Um, that's a huge part. I think we we often try to find, we listen to respond instead of listening to listen. And I think with that, you can miss so much because it's all, at that point, I think a lot of times it's just about what, it's about you and about, what you want to say and what you want to be heard and what you want to hear mm-hmm. instead of making it about someone like, I just, else as well. I just want to go on. I, I don't know. Like whenever you're talking about, um, yeah. shoot, I literally blinked out. Um, like being there for each other. Um, like literally this semester, um, I, you know, UL um, doesn't, is it really like, it's almost like a dead campus this year because of COVID. And, you know, being alone was a big struggle. So like, I didn't really especially all my my, so like i just left home i didn't really have that support from family and i was just in lafayette by myself the place i was living in and i didn't ask for help whenever i was alone whenever i was depressed and like whenever i finally asked for help from one of my brothers like that's whenever like my life just like like will smith flipped upside down and like uh (laughs) <laughs> and like just like I saw the beauty in Christ how God wants to be there for us and you know he sends people there to listen to us yeah I'm just like um, I think that's my point yeah um, go ahead Colby just meeting people yeah. at their level like meeting people where they're at uh, I think is also a great thing because I think we should almost always assume no one really knows or like you should never assume anybody's a Christian more or less a very faithful Christian um, and you always you want to be careful with that 
because I've met plenty of people who feel suffocated when people, I guess, assume that they should know everything about God already or, or get mad at them that they don't. You know, I was like, how can, how, how can you not know this? It's like, we're all growing at different rates and we're all on different parts of our walk. So I think meeting people where they're at and helping them through oh, that yeah. season and that time mm-hmm. of their life is very important to helping us. Like, I always people. find myself like, <laughs> whenever I go through something and like I ask someone about it, somehow they've gone through the same thing or like they're going through the same thing. Yeah, I find it ironic um it's just like dang like okay i just need to ask for help that's all <laughs> like it's just like a lot of pride comes in like with uh, helping others and asking for help um yeah i just i think pride gets in the way of just you know relationships mm. yeah uh yeah what do i, what do I want to say about that like you said, Colby, um, I do think it's important not to assume and meeting and we should meet people on their level. Some people like there's a lot of agnostic people out there or, or people who are looking to become a Christian or maybe not who really need Jesus in their life. But they're not willing like some people the moment you say his name, they're going to like, you know, shut you out the moment you know you, you try to speak to them about his name. They're going to completely close doors. Here come it's kind of like it's kind of like. And it's kind of yeah. like the Jehovah Witnesses in a lot of way for a lot of people. And honestly, I think even that, if they want to have a talk about Jesus, we really should just be like, you know what? Even if it's, we should talk. We should be willing to talk, I think, ultimately. And I get it. There's, you know. But anyways, my point is, I think sometimes people don't need to just hear you speak down to them about Jesus. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just need you to be Jesus. They just need you to role model what he looks like. They yeah. may not ask it, but everyone needs it. Yeah. Yeah. If there was a button for applause, (laughs) I really like that. (laughs) Yeah, are y'all going to get a soundtrack? That'd be kind of hype. Country music. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Oh, thanks. Anyways, um, do you have any? Do you have any thoughts on that? Anything y'all like to say? My mind just went. I, I think, like, it boils. Like, I think you boiled it down to the very center of what it really does need to look like. Um, so now, I got nothing. I just, I just really think that the spirit was very evident through these conversations, and that. Um, what was said has helped me and I hope it has helped y'all and I guess whoever is listening to this also (laughs) actually kind of forgot I was on a podcast for a second but yeah and I think I think this is the amazing thing too that we are sharing this conversation and you guys too are sharing these conversations to people and this may be people's help you know Mm -hmm. like listening to something like this I think this is so I think this is straight from god man this is all him we're just vessels i mean really and for those of you listening you know you don't have to start a podcast to change the world it's it's 
It's not about that. And for us, it's not about having all these people listen to it. It's not about that. I mean, ultimately, we want to have these conversations. And ultimately, what it's about is just changing the one, finding that one sheep and trying to be there for them in all every way we can. And so this is helping you in any ways. Uh, those listening, then, man, that is that is beautiful. Yeah. Praise like, God let, for us, that. let us know, like, if you like reach out to us, like if you ever need like advice or just to clarify something. Um, my prayer for like listeners like like you listeners like you you know back at home sitting on wherever you are um it's just like i hope you get something out of this podcast and, uh, that's really just i want to want to be a vessel for y'all and i hope that i can you know you know bring light to y'all oh speaking of light i was gonna bring up a verse um um jesus tells us to be a light of the world and uh, just like you know going all in for jesus um jesus calls us to be light of the world um everyone um all of all of his followers so you know light looks differently you know what i mean it comes in different colors different shades god can use you you know what i mean just don't lose it yeah yeah ultimately i think what's really important also is knowing that you're not alone. You're, you are not alone. There's you got God, which is more than enough, but also you, you have us and you have so many people around you that you, you probably didn't know that are really there for you. Sometimes you just like just look around, man. you just got to ask. So I think, yeah, that's today we d- dive dove into some of what it means to be all in. There's so much, there's so yeah. much stay and it's really hard to encapsulate it in just one episode yeah, so maybe definitely, you know, definitely, yeah man like it was uh, awesome oh, yeah. back to this topic i hope you come back on the show we have more conversation thank yeah, you very yeah, yeah happy man. Able this has been awesome all right so i think with that being said Sweet. um if you take anything away from this i think to sum it up Maybe, maybe each of y'all could, how about you two also? I'm, I'm going to do my own thing real quick. Y'all think about how you would try to sum up just what we talked about a little bit tonight and maybe a few sentences. What I would say is ultimately being all in means surrendering to the Lord. It's every step you take should be in his name. And knowing that ultimately it's not because it's not to be saved, but because you are beginning to be saved and God loves you. So, yeah, that's what I think it means. Um, well, in my opinion, um, not saying that it's perfect, but I think going all in for Christ um, doesn't exactly look like what we want. Um, it's a lot about faith, not sight. And we don't usually get to see the path in the future, but Christ does. And we should have faith in Christ that he has the best for us, the best in store for us. Yeah, I I definitely agree with both of you guys. Just the fact that being all in for Christ is acting like how he acted and having the faith that God is fully in control and fully knows what he's doing. And in first Peter, actually, it says that 
Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, mm. the salvation of your souls. And I think that's just so beautifully put that with faith, we are receiving awesome. salvation. And there, there is so much in store for us, guys. So there is more than we could ever, ever comprehend. More than Christopher Nolan from the Dark Knight oh, trilogy could, you know, make it a movie. More than Inception. anybody could ever comprehend. So with uh, great movie. But with that being said, I think, mm -hmm. I think we're gonna end it for today. Um, make sure you check us out on our social uh, media platforms. Uh, you can continue listening to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, and then Overcast, and maybe like one or two other ones. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, if you feel if you have some prayer requests or have a desire to just message us, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Seeking Euphoria Podcasts, or you can email us at Seeking Euphoria Podcasts at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you as quickly as possible. Also, if you haven't checked out our Instagram page, uh, try to do that. There's there's a lot going on over there. It's really cool stuff that's that's happening. Um, so I would yeah. encourage you all to check that out. Yeah, um, yeah that's that's all I got, boys. You Anything you like I to say? Everything. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I guess this is probably something I could say afterwards, but I'll say it now. Um, if there is anybody who like reaches out to you about a prayer request sure. or something. Uh, would you mind letting yeah, me know so I could for them It too. could be anonymous, it can be not. Uh, awesome. We're not going to so tell everybody totally between us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, thank you all for being a part of this. Um, this is episode two. Yeah, we look baby. forward to having y'all in the future. And y'all yeah, uh, have a good night, alright? Alright, see y'all. <laughs>